Hello, dear Starshines. Welcome to today's lunchtime chats. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. For those of you who are new, my name is Christina and I'm an acceleration expert. And we are here to talk about those topics and issues that are significant for us star seeds, way showers, and new paradigm visionaries. We have capacities, abilities that are not embraced by our larger human family. Therefore, um, our particular perspective and takes on the challenges that are happening on this planet during these times, we have a very unique uh, uh, perspective to this. And I am here to give to the best of my ability, a liberated perspective to these challenges that we're facing on a regular basis. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I'll give everybody some time to, to get into the room and settle. I hope everybody had a great holiday season. Happy 2023. Uh, um, there's some interesting developments that are coming into my awareness. I'm going to want to talk about that. Hey, darlings, Carol, hello. Hey, Beverly, good to see you guys. Hey, Tony, welcome, welcome, welcome. So good to have you guys here. So there's a few things that I want to talk about that I want to talk about <laughs> because this is really coming into my awareness um, uh, recently. So I want to dive into these pieces. Um, hello, Polly. Good to see you. Kylie, welcome. Welcome. Oh, great big hug and shout out to Edna. We love, we love Edna. Uh, welcome to the conversation. So as I talk about these different pieces and maybe some ideas or thoughts or sharings you have of your own that you want to share, please, I encourage you to put them into the comments. Aloha, Joanne, because uh, I guarantee you there's someone else in our community that's also um, either feeling the same way or can really benefit from hearing from you about your particular experiences. So I know oftentimes we are not surrounded by a community of people that are on our level that see things the way we're, we're experiencing them or even can relate to the way we're experiencing them. And it can be it can be a lonely path for us sometimes until we find our people until we find our tribe and then it's like a breath of fresh air and it's so relieving and i know that each and every one of you who have friends that do see you and understand on the same level that you do and you can see them and you guys can have a true um honest uh, soul connection that is a relationship you cherish right i know i do so we are in this together and the more we connect with each other the the more we can support each other so please 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 don't hesitate to to um, comment about your particular take or what you're experiencing with some of these pieces that i'm talking about so what i'm going to talk about right so i um, last week i talked about what to expect in 2023 and i talked a lot about the um the relationship between pluto and saturn and how this is going to be um breaking through uh, in 2023. Now, a lot of people heard that and translated it as, oh, wow, a lot of upheaval, a lot of challenge, a lot of pain, stuff like this. And, and then this is often true when it comes to Pluto frequencies, when people have not done their work or when people are so deeply asleep that they are oblivious to who they really are and what's actually important in life. So I want to talk about I want to give tips, further tips on how to deal with some of the really big challenges coming up this year. And I also want to talk about, um, you know, how do we say, 
I want us to look at how do we, in, in all honesty, right? How do we respond to darkness? Um, now, a lot of people on a spiritual path or on a, a, a journey of ascension, stuff like this, we experience darkness a lot. We see darkness a lot. And there are times when, because of programming and other kinds of things going on, shenanigans going on, we get really um, impacted by all the darkness and get lost in it, you know, and it's very easy to get lost in it because we're talking about deep, deep, deep woundings that that we carry, but also the planet carries. So uh, I want to encourage you guys to spend an equal amount of time resourcing yourself in your light, resourcing yourself that you do. Um, spend equal amount of time resourcing yourself, reconnecting with who you are, reconnecting with that deeper sense of peace and compassion and contentment and stability. So as the dark things come forward, you are more poised to be able to hold a space for it. You are more poised to have compassion for it. Okay. And this is really, really important because there is no fixing it right now. Okay, 2023 is about it coming to the surface, coming to the surface, coming to the surface. And if if our response to darkness is to fix it, then we're actually, you know, we're actually cutting off the tip of the iceberg. The full fullness of what we're being shown is not actually in our awareness. And we actually and it starts working against us when we're trying to fix everything, fix the dark, fix this, fix that. When really what we need to do, especially this coming year, is to let ourselves feel it, have the feelings that come up when we witness these pieces. It could be beloveds making terrible decisions for their well-being. It could be people um, really driving strong polarity narratives and making enemies out of certain groups of people. It could be the threat of total annihilation <laughs> because of war. I mean, there's a whole huge spectrum here. And that's because these cycles that all these cycles are coming to close at, at one time in one window, which means we are quite literally unearthing thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years of programming of deep inception of our consciousness, the crucifixion of our own consciousness as star beings in a bio suit. Okay. So, so this is a blessing in the sense that we can, unravel so much in this window of time, but it's also intense, over the top intense because there's so much of it. Okay. And this is part partially another reason why I'm saying not to try to fix it. <laughs> Instead, hold space for it. Because in the because if we can hold space for it, all that inner resourcing that we've done, it gives us the personal inner strength to hold the space. And if there's anybody in our beloved community or anybody around us that has a yes for breaking out of these dark um, ensnarements, we are in a compassionate space to be able to offer true help. We can actually offer assistance that is welcomed, that is receivable. And, you know, our spirit is stepping right in the perfect time, perfect moment. And we are unhindered in how we and how we share or how we assist. Because I can cry when I say this. Humanity needs us, needs you, needs me, needs all of us who are awake, 
who are awake to these levels, they need us. The Pachamama needs us. And we're, we said yes before we came here. Okay. We said yes to helping. We said yes to the great mother for being here during these times. Some of us said yes, because it's a time to unravel all those things that we ourselves anchored in and past life experiences, either um, as, you know, just past life streams in different cultures, or maybe some parts of the big detrimental stuff, like the, um, the narrative of the fall of Atlantis or the, uh, the massacre of Mu, or even go back even further to the Orion wars. Okay. So, some of us are here to unravel all that old stuff and we are so grateful to have the opportunity to be able to do that some of us are here because we have a profound depth of compassion available to us in which we can hold those levels those those templates of consciousness within our being and help reinform the collective field around us by holding that awareness. And there's many other ways in which we can serve too. I'm just putting my finger on a couple different reasons why we would say yes to coming here during such a chaotic, uh, interesting, transformative time on this planet, okay? So you need friends that know you and who you can truly see. And I'm encouraging you guys to do this. And if it's, you know, through social media, fine. That's great. If it's, you know, I know the people in Life Body have, you know, they're really building a strong community too. And that, you, you know, having someone you can call to lean on when when things are really going awry is, is you know, part of us maintaining, um, maintaining ourselves, reality management as we walk through these times. Because this is, you know, t uh, 2020, 2021, 2022, it's going to be interesting. It's interesting. I'm saying it this way, but those were kind of like foreshadowings of the big stuff to come through this year. It's going to, it's going to come into our awareness. Right. And I'm not saying this to scare you guys. I'm saying this. So you are realize that you've been preparing most of your life for this. Those of you who've been on this transformative path for, you know, ever since you were a kid or whatever, you know, decades and decades for some of you guys, it was, it's for a reason. And this is part of it right here, right now, you are prepared and you are prepared because you have a more deeper awareness. You have capacities, you have the tools, you have the teachings. There's so many things that you have in place so you can, um, uh, exist in a different frequency than the chaotic world that is having its reckoning. Okay. Um, and I'm talking about the war reckoning. I'm talking about the, the, you know, what's the, you know, the, <laughs> the jibbity jab reckonings, all this stuff is coming to, is coming to surface. And one of the pieces, now I don't watch news. You guys have to know, I don't watch news. I, um, I have one newsletter that I read. I used to read it every morning. I don't read it every morning now. I, I have one newsletter that I read every so often, maybe a couple times a week at most. And that's, that's it for my news. And, and I saw a very interesting dynamic arise um, night before last when I went out to dinner with a friend. Um, so I go out to dinner with a friend and there's two giant TVs in the restaurant that we're at. And I see two stories, two different news stations and two stories running simultaneously. And, and I, I was so grateful because this was the universe showing me so clearly how this is going for folks. Okay. Now, um, oh shoot. Now I can't remember the ball player's name. Okay, so there's a football player, 
you guys, if you guys know what, who I'm talking about, please put their name in the comments. There's a football player that, um, that dropped that, um, that, uh, lost consciousness during a game on national television. And, uh, I believe they're still in, co in a coma. I don't know. Cause I haven't seen anything since that, since that night. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of people are saying, see, this is what the, you know, what's are doing to our men that are, are doing to people. And others are saying, no, it was, you know, blunt force trauma, stuff like this. So that is a big story. People want to know the truth. People really want to understand what's going on. Okay. People are shocked by what happened on national TV. And at the same time as that news story is going, there's another news story about this gentleman in, um, out West here that, uh, shot a bunch of, um, I think four different high school students. Okay. And he swears he's innocent he wants to exonerate himself, all this stuff. And I noticed that the news blip about the football player was just a couple minutes, just a couple minutes. That's it. And on this other uh, news station, it was almost the entire dinner. They were talking about this guy that shot these people. And this is how it goes. Every time there's a big thing of truth coming forward. Thank you so much, Polly. Damar Hamlin. That's his name. Um, the uh every time there's um a real truth getting revealed that people are demanding they really want to know and they're talking about it and you can't stop the conversation because people are talking about it um so uh, our news outlets have to appear that they're you know truly looking into it and stuff like this so you'll get like two minutes of the truth followed by a half hour of traumatizing sadness traumatizing events you see what i mean so so this is this is kind of like the and this is what i see happening in a take that energy pattern and explode it much bigger that's what's happening with this pluto energy in 2023 we're going to get these breakthroughs of truth people that's going to get people talking and they're going to keep talking it doesn't matter what the news says because now they're talking right they're talking amongst each other they're talking on social media um twitter now has been um you know it's no longer seized by narrative controllers well, maybe it's seized by a different narrative controller. Who knows, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's always there's always the bait and switch thing going on. But it's like there's the big truth and then there's something traumatic that goes on. Big truth, something traumatic. And, and, the, and this is how we ride it. And what I ask of you guys is to use your truth compass. When, you're, when your compass is super excited about a piece of information coming out, you know, let that, let that um, uh, be a stronger informer than the trauma narrative that is always going to follow. Okay. So this is discernment. It's using your truth compass and you guys have this. I mean, I'm sharing the story so you can realize how much you already have that part. <laughs> okay. Cause you guys do, you guys are brilliant and you're thoughtful and you do your inner work, you know, all this stuff. So it, this is where you really see the rubber hitting the road, so to speak. All right, dear sister Joanne says, I saw that the the there I saw where the words dying suddenly is banned and censored on mainstream media. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, because yes, that's an interesting thing to point out because there's this hashtag died suddenly out there that um leads to an amazing, amazing documentary made about um the uh the mortuary system and what they're experiencing with the embalming process, right? So of course they would, they would, uh, ban that kind of, that kind of language. 
because someone can very quickly get to that hashtag and find that documentary because there are platforms that do not censor. So as long as you're not using Google, you're using an alternative search engine, you'll find it very quickly. Um, but sorry, I'm getting I'm getting off off the side. So so this compass, this piece that I'm talking about, this is the power of your um, the energy of your energy map. This is the power of not just your heart, your heart feeling what is true, but it's also your the, that compass is part of the energy system of your throat. Your throat isn't just about expressing. It's also about recognizing. OK, so here's some tidbits about keeping this throat this throat center in alignment with your high heart or this throat center in harmony with your heart space, with the, the spirit of who you are. And that is who speak truth and only truth. Okay. Now I know this is a challenging thing to do because sometimes we don't feel free to speak the truth. Sometimes the truth doesn't want to be heard, you know, and we don't and we don't want the backlash. There's all sorts of programs, implanted um, technologies, uh, uh, collective field resonance that is not in alignment with the truth. So uh, this piece that I want to bring forward to you isn't an easy task, but I have a story here. I don't know if you guys know this, but Chile has some of the oldest medicine lineages of South America still alive and thriving. Okay. These are ancient, ancient lineages that can trace their heritage back 40 plus thousand years. Yes, there are tribes that have stories that go back that far. And, uh, the, the ones in Chile are very interesting. They are, um, uh, oh, the word's not good. They're led by the grandmothers. So, in fact, they're medicine people. To be a fully high-ranking uh, medicine woman for the community, uh, you have to be a woman or a female man. Okay, so that is a man that's very feminine, a man that maybe is um, uh, leans towards the homosexual uh, 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 frequency or, you know, a man that is, is appears in so many ways and in their manner and everything is female. So they that's how they've been able to maintain their traditions, their teachings, their their tribe, their lineages. OK, is by focusing on the empowerment of the feminine line and keeping the grandmothers in power so to speak. And they came out with a teaching. And this teaching I heard many years ago, and it's really, really a challenge. I imagine it may be less now than it was then. But what it was is that when only the truth, if you only, if you commit to only speaking truth, Okay. If you do not allow your words to be used for anything less than truth. Okay. This, this gets repaired. This, this, the, even, even gag orders and different, you know, all the stuff, infiltration of the feminine form, the, even, uh, you know, all these hindrances, you build up this energy and it starts alchemizing and repairing the center for us. And as it repairs itself and it becomes whole again, it becomes fully restored. 
as an instrument of truth, then everything you say becomes the truth. Okay, think about that one for a minute. Sit with that. How does that feel? So, especially Western culture, this is a difficult thing to um, bring through for many reasons, but for our the way our culture is situated, it's difficult because we have people who say the opposite of what they mean. Okay. You may have had times in your life where you realized you ran that program too. You felt no, but you said yes, or you had a yes, but you said no. <laughs> okay. There's that kind of thing. Then there's also, um, uh, exaggerating, exaggerating that, that weakens this area lying of course absolute weakens this area and i know the yes and the no yes when you mean no that that's a lie but that's that's a different kind of lie i'm talking about purposely not saying the truth like purposely manipulating um a story or manipulating perceptions or casting sorcery upon others with your words that you know are not true okay that is a huge strike against this energy field, energy part of your energy center. Okay. And then you have sarcasm, you know, when people are saying the exact opposite of what they mean, but you can obviously tell that they don't, you know, they mean the opposite <laughs> sarcasm. Now, those of us, actually, there's a lot in the academy too. We're, we've done a lot of work where um, in our field, we actually don't resonate with sarcasm. It, it quite literally goes over our <laughs> because we're just so um, set apart from that frequency. That's not the world in which we dwell anymore. And, and, uh, and it's, and, you know, it can be a challenge, especially if it's a culture within your family or a culture within your circle of friends, the sarcasm thing. So these kinds of things weaken these centers. Okay. It weakens their alignment. It creates a disharmony and our energy field gets weaker, 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 weaker. And really, as our energy field gets weaker, this is what allows us to fall asleep, fall asleep to the truth that's right in front of us. Okay. So, so part of resourcing and building a, uh, a stronger field so you can have more capacity to choose what, what zones of reality, let's say what zones or energy timelines you're going to exist in with most of your frequency, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is a major part. This is a major piece to, to navigating. Now, a dear sister Starshine in our group many years. Oh, how many, many years ago? Oh, I was still living in Colorado. So it was before I was nomading. Um, maybe, maybe six or seven years ago, took up the challenge to only speak the truth. And then this dear sister Starshine was so deeply sincere with her commitment to only speak the truth. I mean, she's really, she's a really powerful woman. Um, only now I think she's starting to wake up to just how profound she is. But, but anyway, she committed to that. And I think this was during a conversation that we had. And the next day, you guys won't believe this. The next day, her commitment was so deep and so strong, so sincere. The next day she woke up with laryngitis. She couldn't talk. She didn't have a voice. 
Okay, so that just shows just how strong the um, energy capacities are that work against us being in our truth, knowing the truth, speaking the truth, you know, really reclaiming the light, the, the power of who we really are. And this is, this is so, so huge for us. So I, I'm not really about resolutions or New Year's resolutions or anything, but there is a full moon coming up, which is a great time to anchor in new thoughts, ideas, new energy patterns that you want to experiment with, play with, explore. So maybe in this next new moon, you can, uh, or next full moon, you can um, ride the wave of that energy by placing the intent to shed those things inside of you that keep you from speaking the truth as you mean, as you know it and as you mean it. Just play with it. All right. The other thing we could be doing, the other thing to help us navigate this darkness as it arises and darkness can mean lots of things, lots of lots of things. I'm keeping it in that language because because it is such a, a broad umbrella and we all have our own formula of darkness. We have our own formula formula of darkness that triggers us. OK, that triggers that hits up against things inside of us that aren't that aren't light. OK, so. Uh, the other thing that we could be doing is really, really pay attention to your emotions when these dark things come up. Okay. So if you're a person that has darkness or darkness shows itself and you're like, you know, your finger is out like this and, oh, they, that, and oh, this, that, they, boop, 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 boop. We all do it, right? We, <laughs> and we say, oh, well, that person's gone dark or this person is this and that and they need to do this and that, okay? This is our tendency is to point our finger and analyze, understand, get to a different place, all that stuff. But that's all head stuff. That's all, you know, uh, logical deduction, stuff like this. And that's not going to, to dis, that's not going to discharge the energy that's inside of you that is actually responding to that dark stuff that's rising up. So what you can do is commit this year to yourself that you will feel the feelings. You will ride the emotions without blame. Okay. Ride the emotions and just let them be emotions. Just let them be emotions. And if you can let go of any idea of story of how it got triggered or anything like that, do that. That's, that's that way. This is, you're not, your mind thoughts aren't capturing the energy again. If you can just relax your mind thoughts, relax the, the, the all the chitter chatter monkey mind that starts happening because you're having intense heartbreak or intense emotions come up as the, as you tune into these emotions and let yourself have them because they've accumulated over many, many lifetimes, right? This is just the gazillionth reiteration of seeing that darkness of, of being aware of that pattern, being aware of whatever was anchored, right? And as you let yourself have the feeling, it's going to move through you and then you will not be controlled or an out of, out of control response to the stimuli, to whatever that dark stuff might be. So if it's mandates and you're pissed, let yourself be pissed and feel what's even underneath that. What is underneath the anger about that? Okay. Um, now, I know for me, I have a connection with the frequencies of um, pestilence and plague. That's something that deeply, deeply touches me. And I, and through all the work that I've done, I realized that in other lifetimes, I have, I have 
participated in anchoring those sorts of things into the collective field of humanity. Now, this is a long, long time ago, and I've cleaned, done a lot to clean this up. But there's a ripple effect of all that was angered, of that, that, you know, that anchoring had a ripple effect that people are still trapped in and playing out to this day. So I get triggered by those things. And uh, right now I'm to the point, and it's not always the, the case. Remember, everything is in flux and movement. Well, how it is right now might not be how it is tomorrow or an hour from now, right? <laughs> but um, now where I'm at is that it, it gives me the opportunity to go into forgiveness practice within myself, forgiving all the aspects of me that are still holding on to the guilt, the shame, the, the trauma, the, the realization of the impact, you know, stuff like this. That's just an example of how you can turn these outer stimuli into something that works for you. Okay. And when I say works for you, you know, a lot of people might have the idea of, um, you know, realize what the good is in all this, right? <laughs> realize how this is working for you. It's like, yes, this is a truth. But if it's not a truth anchored in, in your body, then it's only a concept. It's not like the truth yet. Now, when you feel it, and then you go through the feelings and inside of yourself, and all of a sudden, you're feeling grateful for having the opportunity to see what was out here. Now, you know, and it came from here and it rose up. It wasn't something you're telling yourself, right? Because this is the trap that a lot of people are in. They, um, you know, we're, we're trained to think our ego driver is the one navigating this world. And it's not. Our ego driver is the one in the child seat, in the passenger seat. It is not the one driving the bus. The one driving the bus is your spirit. And it has a plan. It has a purpose in like an agenda. Right. And, and it's the toddler in the passenger seat that experiences it, that that witnesses it, that, you know what I mean, is, is participating with it. But it's definitely not the one in charge. So because this misunderstanding is so strong within Western culture, we think that we can just tell ourselves how it is and that's how it's going to be. And, and the fact is, that's not the truth. It, it is what it, what it is, what it is. Okay. Your ego driver spins it into a relationship with you. Your ego driver spins it into a story, a narrative. But really, the deeper truth is all of this is happening. Your soul is calling all this in so you can have the opportunity to experience it in a way that 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 you can release all those emotions and stuff in your akasha. And now you can have a different relationship to that energy, whatever that energy may be. Okay, so your second tool for navigating these times is knowing your emotions, having your emotions. Know, and this is an old this is an old teacher coming through right now that that I um, studied with for a while, and and it is know thyself. Know thyself is not a mental concept. Know thyself means know the light of who you are. Imagine who are you without your wounding who are you without your misperceptions who are you without the misunderstandings who are you without not being seen who are you without all those things right and that's what that's what these that's what this year for those of us who can really focus our energy in reclaiming the light of who we are reclaiming the truth of who we are instead of the narrative, the ego driver, the programming, the wounding, 
Okay. So this is a difficult thing to do because the, the wounding and the narratives are very, very strong. And it's not just our energy that we're dealing with. We're also dealing with an entire planet grid system of energy. And there's grid system inside of grid system inside of grid system. So there's a lot of charge with the ego driver narrative stories. There's a lot of charge. And our inner light, the truth of who we are, is a gentle breeze. It's a quiet whisper. So we have to purposely look for and focus. All this fear, oh gosh, I know it's there, it's huge charge, I feel it in my body. And there's this beautiful starlight. Oh, it's so peaceful. Oh, wow, when I tune into it, I get the sense that everything's going to be all right. You see what I mean? So, and this isn't a station, this, this part of you isn't a static thing. It's something that's in, it's constantly growing. It's a dynamic. It's constantly moving such as life constantly moving it's a flow and if you think about these thought patterns these grid patterns as collective energy as a wild rushing river okay and you can realize that you know you just dip tip your toe in that and it can you know you can go right off in it if you're not paying close attention and sometimes we do but now with me saying this and you're going to have your higher self's going to have words for you. It's, there's going to be a gentle reminder. Okay, now come home. Now come home. And this is another reason why I've said many, many, many times over that it is a huge asset for you to be able to know your pain and your love at the same time. If you can have your pain, your heartbreak and your love at the same time, you have stepped in to your bodhisattva nature. Okay. If you can have those two things together in your awareness simultaneously, that is your bodhisattva initiation right there. And then over time that gets stronger, stronger, stronger. And on a galactic mind level, you can start to transmute these frequencies. Okay. And you can transmute them, not with a great big hubbub. You transmute them by closing your eyes tuning into your rhythms and shining that love light into these pieces. And in that it transforms with your awareness because your awareness is touching it. Okay. We have that ability. Okay. So throat stuff, emotion stuff. The next thing for you is dream dreaming. Okay. The veils are so thin right now dreaming is very very potent and i know there's lots of thoughts about dream time there's lots of teachings about dream time um and i'm 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 kind of i resonate with a little bit here a little bit there a little bit here a little bit there not all of it really resonates for me because a lot of the dream work that i've been exposed to is about analyzing yourself okay Anal analyzing your subconscious and uh as in you know, when you analyze something, that means you're dealing with things in the known. You, you are coming to terms with something that's in the, the realm of the field of what is known. Okay. Have some benefit, but it's not the kind of dreaming that I'm talking about. I'm talking about actually creating the world you live in by pulling it through dream time. 
And that is going deep, deep, deep into the unknown. Using your dream time to go deep, 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 deep into the will of your spirit. Okay. And when you're, when you're able to do that, when you're able to go into that level of your dream time state, you pull through encodements that is the, a direct, a direct way in reinforming your inner reality, reinforming who you are, reinforming that light, that the, the bio suit, the light body, it reinforms your being in such a way where you are manifesting exactly what you want. And it's not the you, the ego driver doing it. It's, in, it's um, giving the power, the capacity to your spirit to shine through all of these overlays. Okay. Now I've also seen um, dream time where people want to use it to create, you know, to create the life they want and they they explore the ego driver what does the ego driver want well we'll make the ego driver happy <laughs> you know and it's like you can do that i mean sure it's a powerful it's a powerful state you can do that but i mean who's that helping right who so now you make a million dollars and you're and you're uh, liberated from your debt now what right now what so so you know there, there's a there's a piece here that's really heavy. I don't want to say heavy, but really impactful for me. And that is for all of us who are awake, all of us who are empowered, we have a responsibility to actively dream forward ourselves into being. Okay, it's a responsibility. It's not a a um, a luxury. It's something that is a necessity because this world is has been incepted slash hijacked by beings that know how to dream the world into being and they're sourcing from power over dynamics they have a very strong mandate in these outer nesting dolls levels to manifest separation manifest pain overlay things okay it's not saying that they're evil though it may look like evil for sure in this life and uh, you know you don't want to be necessarily an intimate relationship with someone that you feel is evil or an establishment that you feel is evil of course not but on these outer nesting doll levels you know we make these decisions to do stuff and the inner nesting doll us is completely clueless to what those decisions are. We don't even know that that's what we're doing until after the fact. So, um, so what I'm saying here is that the powers that be know how to manifest from these levels, the ones that are power over dynamics, and they're, they're not going to stop. If anything, they're full throttle now because this is the time of the awakening they have an agreement with us on this outer nesting doll level to facilitate this for us. Even the darkness works for the light. If you get out it further enough, far enough in these nesting dolls of who we are. So, and so in this way, when we recognize this out, these nesting dolls and how they work and our participation and all these levels of who we are, we can realize that there is no good, bad, right or wrong. 
Okay. Everything is an intent getting played out. Everything is an agreement on some level. I'm not saying ego driver agreement. No, absolutely. Those kids on an ego driver level did not agree to be abused by their abusers, right? That's not where, that's not the level that it happened, right? And there's some terrible atrocities that are going on. And of course, those people didn't choose that. They don't deserve that. I'm talking about ego driver nesting doll of who they think they are. But what I'm saying is that when you expand the the scope of who you realize you are, you can touch these other pieces where you realize, oh my gosh, I had a massive tango with that person that caused me all that pain out here in this nesting doll. I, you know, I, we had this dance where we, you know, had it out for each other <laughs> and we agreed to play it out. And then you keep going out more nesting dolls and you realize this, this being is a beloved that agreed to do this with you. And you guys went into this agreement because of how much trust there was that you would for sure fulfill your promise. Okay. And then you go out even more nesting doll levels and you realize even that was another layer of, of agreement of who you are. You see what I mean? So the mind can't really touch all these layers of who you are, but your emotions, your feel, your feeling body, your emotional body can. And that's why when you see something that triggers you so deeply, once you get past the ego driver trigger and you can feel all these other pieces in here, like maybe somewhere there's wordings of I deserve this, right? Not the ego driver, but you can feel it's a whisper somewhere in your Akasha. Now you can have a bring it to a much different understanding and unravel things at such a deep level. You can liberate yourself through dream time on these levels. Okay, so so uh, the dreaming into being is a massive component that I really, 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 that's something dear to my heart. I want people to be empowered with. And uh, and actually, this is some, one of the, some of the work that we do within Lightbody is um, we do group dream tracking. We do it in clinics and then we have smaller groups that we do this in. And what we're doing is we're unraveling. We're tracking into unraveling the pieces in that collective field that have us hung up you know, those rushing rivers that I was talking about. It's like uh, the thing, the parts in that collective field where we're, we're taken away by the current. So as we track into these things and feel them, we, you know, now we have another layer of awareness and now we can pull ourselves out of those currents and very often find the rabbit holes in those dreams. That's the part where it's your spirit, the person's spirit speaking directly to them. And it's such a uh, outer nesting doll level of presence. We all feel the frequencies or the, the, um, the, the whispers of our own spirit speaking to us through tracking that other person's dream. You see, so, so this is a, we, game here. It's not an I game. It's a we game. We all are in this together. And the more we recognize and accept this connection, talking about the dark ones too, that are in the power over dynamic field. Okay. They're included in this. We are all in this together. And what is so, so important is, is for us to, to have a truth inside of here where we are not in any need of having an enemy. We do not need an enemy. We do not need an enemy in order to wake up to ourselves. Okay. We do not need to play the dark versus light game. Because that is a polarity game. Good versus evil. That's like one of the more middle nesting dolls. When you're out here in these other nesting dolls, when you're um, 
getting past the galactic mind and into other aspects of who you are, there are there's no enemies here. There are no enemies. Everything is working together to create movement and to keep movement going on an infinite level. So because of that, uh, that, that nature, that's why we have all these other nesting dolls to always keep movement. So we never come to a place of complete standstill because that eventually means the all of reality, infinity will end. And by definition, it can't end. So by <laughs> you see what I mean? There's this piece here. All right. And the other thing, and this is where the ego driver can participate, right? Or has a lot of weight. And that is practice and visioning. Practice and visioning for yourself. So when you are, um, when you are locked in particular perspective, or if there's a particular narrative that really got your goat, right? Do it. What can you remove? yourself enough from that charge so you can envision something different than this this piece that has all this charge that's got your goat okay spend time envisioning and this is a waking practice and when you envision maybe it's art that you do maybe it's poetry that you write maybe it's a conversation that you have okay it's really potent when it's in conversations, when you are able to have an envisioning conversation, because that's really where you see a lot of stuff come out. Everybody has uh, roadblocks in the way of liberating themselves to truly envision. Okay. And that could be a project that can be envisioning what you want, discovering what you want, the why of why you want something, you know, all this can be be touched on with envisioning. Because when you envision something, when you conjure the energy, so to speak, with your intent of envisioning, then you can like, you can zip it up, you can put it on like a suit, and just feel it. How's this? How's this vision feel? And then now you're actually changing your energy to potentially be manifesting, you know, your creative powers, your willpower into going into resonance with what you're envisioning okay and then if you you know you're bringing your spirit into this then you can quite literally jump timelines like that okay and and speaking of timelines that's kind of what we're going we're going to you know the people those of us who are awake and been doing our work we're on this timeline that is parallel with this other timeline and in this the other timeline are the ones who are still comatose who are still deeply asleep that are you know so deep in the program there's they you know they, they can't get out of it but um that we're not we can't save anybody remember there's no saving anybody here what we can do is hold space and when someone asks for help because they truly want help then we can come in and assist if it's in our heart in our highest in our um deep inner calling to assist because there's that too sometimes you know people want us to help them but we we can't we want to but we can't it's like quite literally spirit is not having a your know, own spirit is not into it so this again this is where your where your where your throat center needs to be clear so you can have that compass to see oh okay they want my help but there's nothing i can do now, that's a hard thing to tell somebody Okay, but if it's the truth, it's the truth. That means there's somebody else help them or there's something that they have to do in order for them to be in alignment to receiving that help. 
Okay. There's, there's all sorts of things like this going on. So we have to be truthful. We have to be honest with ourselves in order for us to be honest with other people, for us to be a real asset. Um, a lot of times the kind of help people want is because they are, they're not showing up for themselves. And quite literally, there's nothing you can do if someone's not showing up for themselves. They want other people to show up for them instead of them showing up. In which case, all you can do is speak the truth and say, hey, listen, you know, all I can do is give you this feedback, right? And whatever that feedback is, you, you do your best. So where are we at? Oh my gosh, this hour flies by. Let me get to a couple of the comments here. All right, dear Darren, dear brother Darren. Hey, how you doing? Says this is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank you. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. And dear um, Joanne says, though I believe I've been committed to truth for many years, I will now pay focused attention to all that I utter with clear, clear awareness. Thank you. Um, when you point the finger, oh yeah, so Darren say when you point your finger, you have three fingers pointing back at you. Yes, yes, yes. Be true to thine own self. Yes. Now, okay, now there, now you can tell, all right, now there's this piece here that, that I um, hear said that that's a very selfish thing, right? Stay true to thine self. But here's the deal. Truth is an energy. Okay. Truth is an energy and it's a life force energy like love okay and when people are constantly working against the truth they are working against themselves their own light their own love and and if you that's that's the personal nesting doll but in this outer nesting doll how it translates as betrayal of self and then when you have a bunch of people participating in betraying themselves, right? Then you have this power over dynamic of, of blame, of anger, of shame, of this group against that group. All of that is happening because no one knows themselves, let alone being truthful with themselves. Now imagine how this shenanigans that started in 2020 would have unfolded if that level of integrity was happening in the medical world or in the political world or in the media world, okay, that this would have been handled much differently than what we're seeing going on. It's because so many people are not speaking up in their fields because they don't want the repercussions. They're not able to speak their truth. They're not able to be honest. Now there are those who are being honest and, and bravo to them, huge hearts, huge creative, um, courageous humans, because they are, you know, they've been getting hammered for years. Now they get politically assassinated or not assassinated. <laughs> their character gets assassinated. They get, you know, hit pieces go out on all these different medias, the, the shaming, this, this, you know, this, all this, all these things go on where they do their best to decredit. Is, is it decredit? Well, you know, you guys know what I mean to discredit. That's a, to discredit people. Uh, so this, um, this courageousness, they're here for a reason. They're part of what's helping us move forward. Right. Um, and that's why I read that one newsletter in the, in the morning sometimes, because that is put out by a person who does their best. It's high, high, high priority to speak the truth, to acknowledge the truth and support others who are speaking their truth. So, so that's why I read that newsletter, even though it does have, it's mostly mainstream, mainstream news. 
understanding. But, um, but because I can feel the integrity of the guy in his desire to be in truth, that's why I read it. Now, granted, I don't agree with a lot of what this guy believes. I mean, he's a devout Christian, for example. He is a um, also ultra conservative. So there's, you know, all those things. And, and I say that only because he's in certain narratives that are ultra conservative narratives um, that I don't necessarily agree with. But, you know, the fact that he does the best that he knows how to be truthful and call it like he sees it. That's why I that's why I expose myself to that media. Now, if if that wasn't the truth, I would be unplugged from all media, <laughs> period. But um, but, you know, I'm just drawn to it. So that's what I do. OK, so. I want to talk about sorcery for a minute. Especially with that throat center thing. Because this is something um, that many of us do and we don't realize that we do it. And that is speak against people. Speak, um, throw people under the bus, so to speak, to other people. So uh, it could be rumors, right? There's rumors, gossip, there's that kind of thing. But there's also, you know, a bad experience that maybe happened years ago and maybe you repeat that bad experience anytime that person's name comes up to who to whomever, right? That is actually a form of sorcery. When you are um, uh, discrediting people with your words or um, pointing out, uh, what do you call it? Um, things that are not, that in your opinion, are not in integrity, judgments, stuff like this. And, and what, what this does is, and this is how it's been very, very effective during all these shenanigans, is that um, someone says something about a person and whether the other people have that experience or not, know that person or not, they will go on and repeat it to everybody. They will repeat it every time that person's name is mentioned. Um, and uh, I realized that I got called out on that not that long ago and I was shocked. I was shocked. <laughs> that I was doing it. I was so shocked. So it happens to us all guys. Um, but the universe was so graceful and beautiful and how it unfolded it for me. I was, I just couldn't help but laugh, laugh, laugh because I thought it was hilarious. But then I was also super grateful to my friends who were able to point it out. Okay. And I, I won't repeat the sorcery part, but I was, I was naysaying I was naysaying against a certain kind of establishment because of past experiences I had when I had my own clinic in Boulder. And, um, and there were people that, uh, that came in injured and stuff from this particular establishment. And so anyway, I was like, rah, 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 I was, you know, kind of doing that. And then later on, it was brought to my attention, you know, that, that uh, they think my friend thought that I was triggered from that. And I'm like, was I triggered from that? And and I thought about it. And then my other friend piped up and said, she's like, oh, you've always been like that. She's known me since high school. She's like, you've always been like that. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what do you mean I've always been like that? You know? So so they point out the pattern to me. I'm like, what? Like, why? <laughs> And then the very next day, I kid you not, the whole, the whole plot unfolded in front of me 
and I, and I walked through, I walked through the whole, I walked through this interesting scenario where I was um, rejected out of one office and then went to the, this other establishment, the one that I was speaking against and had a great experience and even, and even bought a, bought a, a package, a treatment package from them. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, it just shows that it's many layers and we participate in these things, even when we don't realize it. So when we, we have friends that are committed to the truth and will say things to us that helps us, that gives us a clear reflection because people are true to thine self, right? There's a, it creates a clear reflection for each of us when we're navigating this world. But if we are surrounded by people who sugarcoat or are not honest or don't say or keep quiet or you know what I mean, that placate, all that stuff. And now we're not seeing a clear refract, re, clear reflection anymore. Instead, we're walking through like a funhouse of mirrors where they're all twisted and distorted. And we can't see ourselves clearly within our community because everybody is reflecting back to us severe distortions. Okay, so so this is how we by staying one another layer of staying true to yourself and speaking the truth. This is how you serve everybody that you know. Now, people who crave the truth are going to appreciate you and you guys are going to have a great connection that can benefit each other. People who want to stay asleep and don't want to know the truth, they're going to blame you. <laughs> right. And and that piece right there is super important for you to work through so you don't own it. Because that is how one of those mechanisms on how this whole thing gets shut down in the first place. You speak the truth, then you get ostracized, you get you get blamed, you get criticized, you get, you know, all these all these things happen. And now, you know, you're like, wow, <laughs> where do I belong? I have nowhere. Right. And then uh, and then that's how when that happens over and over and over again, we eventually learn, OK, I'm not going to speak my truth anymore. Matter of fact, it's better that I don't even know the truth anymore so I cannot endure this pain and that internal silent agreement that you make either after you die in between lifetimes in that life review or silently inside yourself during your life walk maybe as a kid that impacts you that impacts your energy and it impacts how you're going to show up for the world you're no longer going to show up for the energy of truth love compassion in the world instead you're going to be playing into the power over dynamics and the the um, polarity game okay and that's all old paradigm stuff. This inception is getting unraveled at an amazing speed. So the fact that we're even here to this point where the entire collective, I'm talking about the whole planet is going to have a mega, mega, a reckoning, awakening going on. This is, this is, I feel like is a testament to all the work we've done over the decades. I, I, I say with light workers, but you know, it's not just that. There are people who are just amazing creative beings that don't consider themselves what light workers that that really, you know, outside looking in fit the definition of a light worker. So so these terms that I use, these labels that I use, they're very limited. And it doesn't matter if, if um, you know, who says they are and who says they not they're 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 not. It's just more about you resonating with the kind of essence that I'm talking about. Like I say, new paradigm visionaries, way showers and star seeds. I'm sure there's people here in this group that don't can, wouldn't call themselves or introduce themselves as any of those three things, but yet recognize an essence, a resonance here. Okay. So I'm just saying that so we don't get too hung up on words because this, that too is a level of sorcery, our words, because we think in the words, we think in language, 
okay? And our language, particularly the English language, is extremely limited and linear. And it doesn't, um, it doesn't in, our, in, the, in our communication style, it really does not leave room, wiggle room, right? Matter of fact, we're more respected, congratulated, uh, uh, acknowledged when we're able to speak concisely, right? Succinctly. Those are some of the best speakers that can say truth with great succinctness. <laughs> but that too is part of the sorcery because why can't everybody express themselves and have the truth be seen, right? Only certain segments of people, certain kinds of energy signatures can work with this language and bring it to that level. But really our communication, our language is a is meant for all of us as a vehicle to express our truth it's not just the ones that have that little that skill so so there's lots of layers to what i'm talking about here but you guys feel in and where you're at and where it connects for for you particularly because that's going to be your your point of resource for the rest of this year as the um the rest of the planet has their rude awakenings to some really deep scary truths going on that have been going on for a long time but now it's you know, so obvious there's no, there's no escaping it. So I imagine, you know, the beginning of the year, it'll be, a, you know, it's going to be a, a slow rev, <laughs> slow rev into the chaos. And then we're going to be in it, in it, in it, and we'll be working through it for a while. And maybe, maybe, you know, by, by the end of the year, we'll have a um, more of the collective. We'll have a totally new relationship to these frequencies that I'm talking about. I know for sure there'll be more people awake than ever before. So that's something that I feel really, I feel is a real solid truth there. So it's a matter of time. This 3D, this density that we live within, it takes time for the changes of these outer nesting dolls to percolate and, and impact our here and now. The more in alignment we are with the truth of who we are, the more instantly it becomes so, but that's a journey, right? Because those those lies have been in, incepted in our reality for many tens of thousands of years. So it takes, it takes that, um, that bit to um, work through. All righty. Ah, uh, Joanne says, a new picture on sorcery. I have some forgiveness work to do. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, indeed. And, you know, um, so that's, I, I, and the word sorcery, yeah, I know the way I'm using it makes it seem like it's a bad thing, but sorcery does isn't all bad. Just, just do know that. Um, I, I was recently enlightened to the reality that people that are, um, masters at inner circle magic like what we do are also considered sorcerers not in a bad way more in a merlin kind of way more in a benevolent um melchizedek emerald order kind of way and that's because we don't need anything externally in order to shift reality in order to influence reality we do not need anything but our own focus within ourselves so just to add that in there, so not everybody is alienated from that word sorcery, because I know there's several people um, that are excellent sorcerers that are here to serve humanity, that they walk every day in that intent to be a benefit to all life on this planet. So um, thank you, Joanne, for, for helping me get there so I can um, make connect the dots with that, because, because this inner circle magic is so, so important these days. It's game changing for a lot of us. 
Oh boy, time just flies by. Thank you, thank you everybody for being a part of this conversation. Um, I, I wish you all all the best in navigating these times with grace and ease. Um, if you are, if you want a community to to work with, if you want to do empowered empath work, or if you want to dive into the dream time work, I encourage you guys to check out lightbodyacademy.com. We have um, two programs that fit that to that fit that particular intent. Um, the first one is Light Body 101, where it's all about empathic empowerment. It's creating a different relationship and giving you techniques to regain command of your energy, um, your energy field, building a strong energy field, building up the chi, and also um, closing all those energy drains that we participate in without realizing it. And then, um, and, a, and a component to add on to that, if you feel called, we have something called the Dreamtime Healing Project, where we do exactly as, as I was saying in the beginning, we work at unraveling those hindrances so we can step into actively dreaming our world into being and allowing our spirit to navigate more, you know, more strongly at the helm than the, that illusion delusion or ego drivers in charge. So that's the Dreamtime Healing Project. Um, and that's it for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy 2023. I shall see you guys next time. Until then, mwah, lots of love. Bye-bye.